Hey, welcome to Village Church Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you. I'm with Pastor Craig. And we, in May 2021, preached a sermon on stewardship. And uh, Craig, here's one of the questions that came out of this. How much should I tithe? I mean, there's an assumption there, which is we should tithe. But is there a percentage? So let's talk about what we know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a difference between the old covenant tithe mm-hmm. and the new covenant offering. Like well, what does tithe mean? A tenth, literally, mm-hmm. you know? So, <clears throat> but uh, it's, I mean, is that in the New Testament? That's how, when yeah. I grew up, my my parents said, you should yeah. give a tenth. It's yeah. a tithe, give right. a tenth. So whatever your income is, give a tenth. That's right. what they said. Totally. I, I don't know if I agree with that. Just, Abraham gave a tenth, but that was, you could say that was pre-law. It that, was like, definitely. I mean, that like before the law was even given it, that some people say that's like a universal number because yeah. it was not bound by law. Yeah, yeah. And, if, and it, if you look at yeah. after the law, when, when Israel was actually in the promised land yeah. and they were collecting tithes, mm-hmm. once you added everything that they were giving up, it was like over 30%. Yeah, it's crazy. Not And not that wasn't including their free will offerings. Like right, where they could correct, do whatever yeah. they wanted to. So uh, how much should I tithe? Is there a new covenant, New Testament number assigned? No. Not unless um, you know something I don't. But no, I can't think of a single a, thing. Another Bible I mean, you're reading. Every every numerical like restriction is Old Testament focused. Yeah, yeah. So um, how so? Is if I'm thinking about let's say I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, what percentage do I tithe? How do I even go about figuring out what is generous? What does generous mean for me? Okay, so that's the bottom line, right? Yeah. You should be generous. You have been here. Let me read you the verse. <clears throat> one, this is one of my favorite about this very topic in Second Corinthians um, 9 and verse 11. It says, you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Mm. So there's a, there's, there's a methodology. We're not just generous because, hey, I don't want you to be generous. Mm. We're generous because there's a goal. And the mm. goal is when you're generous, people give thanks. Yeah. It transforms us. It, <clears throat> and it transforms the people you give to. Yeah. I was in a situation where I lost my job mm-hmm. and uh, somebody was so generous to us every once in a while, we called them smiley face. Mm. And uh, every once in a while I would go to my mailbox and there would be an envelope with a smiley mm. face on That's it. Cool. And I would pull it out of the out of the box. First time I saw it, I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know what it was, so, you know, yeah. empty it out, see if there's any dust in there or anything yeah. I shouldn't be breathing. But I pulled it out and there was a check in there for a thousand dollars. And uh, mm. and uh, we were just like blown away. Yeah. It couldn't come at a better time. Yeah. So I uh, I would go into the mailbox every couple of months, and mm. there'd be another check out there. Mm. To this day, I don't know who mm. gave that money to us, but it was me. <laughs> when, was one me. of these days, I hope to yeah. find out. But uh, we we would call everybody into the kitchen when we see the smiley face. Mm-hmm. We call people, the girls in the kitchen. We'd stand around. We'd open the envelope mm. together, and we would pray and give thanks to oh. God. That is a direct, uh, the reason we did it is because out, out of this, somebody was being generous to us and it was yeah. producing thanksgiving to God for us. So how much should I give? You mm-hmm. should you should give generously. I mean, there's no amount that mm-hmm. God says to give. Jesus commends the woman for giving a mite, mm-hmm. you know, the, a couple of pennies. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't commend other people for giving like tons of money. Yep. It, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think what it has to do with is where's your heart? Yeah. So... Practically speaking, how do I go about if I am a Christian and I'm like, God, I'm going to get a hundred thousand dollars. You get a hundred thousand dollars and be rich. You give a hundred thousand dollars and be poor. Just depends yeah. on how you handle the money. Yeah. Um, how do I know what God wants me to give? So you've done this before. Mm-hmm. People have come to you. They're a brand new believer and they're going, okay, I want to start this, this activity of giving. Yep. What do you tell them? Um, I, 
if they're single, I always have the same conversation. Mm. What is the most amount of money that you would be comfortable giving right now on a monthly basis, mm. right? Start there um, and write it down on a piece of paper. And I, I usually look at their finances with them. Like I'm, I'm in four minutes, I'm meeting a couple to talk about their finances. It's a very normal conversation is what I do on a regular basis. And so, um, and so I'd say, okay, what's the most amount and start there. And usually it's interesting. Uh, most people will um, surprise themselves. Um, sometimes they're surprised at how cheap they are. Sometimes they're surprised at how generous they are. Mm. Now with a couple, what I would do is I would say, um, I want both of you to go home and I want you to take at least a week and I want you to pray about this. I want you to spend at least five minutes every day mm. um, asking God one question. Um, how much do you want me to tithe? And then just be silent mm. and just, just, every day for a week. And then I want you to blurt both, out the number together. Yeah, blah, yeah. No, you both write it down on a piece of paper. Okay. And you yeah. don't, you don't tell each other. Yeah, that's good. And then both of you open each other's piece of paper and whoever's a higher number, you do that. Now, wow. usually it's the woman and the man is like, what? You know, it's really? almost always, it's a very funny, very funny. I got to try that. I've never yeah. done that one. So like, uh, but I think the point is you take some time and you pray. Mm. And if you're single, you don't have a spouse that you're accountable to. But if you are married, um, like having a spouse there because it's both of you. This is your joint income. It's both of your tithes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, that's typically how I would do it. But I think the most important part is pray about it, have a clear conscience, um, revisit it regularly. So every six months do the same, you know, do the same thing. And then um, I think there should be in everybody's finances, um, just a margin category where you have the ability to respond to real needs. Mm. Um, so there's somebody in your life, there's a neighbor, um, you know, somebody needs a meal or a bunch of meals. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's wise for somebody to set, set aside two to 5% of their income, um, depending on how much they make, um, just for above and beyond generosity. And mm. so this is where the Christian life doesn't spend hundred percent of our money on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We give God our first fruits. We pray about that. Mm-hmm. Again, let's say it could be 30%, it could be mm-hmm. 50, it could be two, I don't, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I don't really have a lot of judgment on it, but, but the next night, well, let's say it's 10%. The next 90% does not mean that I just go spend everything on me. Like we have savings. I think about the future. I think about margin generosity. I think about, there are all these things that the Christians prioritize, but American culture basically says, uh, if you have to give, give the last, but all of it's yours, you know, be begrudging. That's very interesting. Um, A couple of things. I love, I love what you said. Um, Have a diverse portfolio. Mm -hmm. I I tell people have a diverse portfolio portfolio. You do not want to only be given to the church and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, there are needs all over the world. There are needs in your own community. Yeah, there are special needs. And if you're if you're so much in debt that you can't give, Satan's won a victory over totally. you. So we are meant to be generous, not just to the church. And we're not saying that by any means, but yeah. that needs to be a regular part yeah. of, your, of your giving. And the second part I got out of that is uh, it needs to be off the front end, not mm-hmm. the, the back end, yep. which, which I love that. So yep. plan ahead. Yep. Don't let this take you by surprise. Yep. Now, let me ask you one more question. Yeah. Uh, if 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 I'm married to my spouse and we mm-hmm. agree to give a certain amount. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm married to my spouse, yeah. uh, we agree, agree but uh, financial difficulties hit us. Mm-hmm. How do we, or can we change our giving? Yep. So as, as I've sat down with couples in financial difficulty, um, here are a couple of things that almost never cease to stop. Uh, almost every couple who does or doesn't have financial difficulty has spending rhythms that are very much on themselves. So it is rare, by the way. So if you're a coffee drinker, it's very rare that a, that a, a couple who are in debt or find themselves like in dire straits, stop drinking coffee at Starbucks. Mm. It's very rare if they are eat out, out restaurant, eat whatever people yeah. who eat out of restaurants. Eat out I was regularly. like restaurants. Yeah. 
that they're going to eat restaurants. Eat restaurants. <laughs> Don't eat restaurants. Right. Um, that that they're going to stop. Yeah. Um, they might cut it in like half, sure. but they're still going to do it. It's a rhythm. I mean? It's a rhythm. So here's what I find. Um, when when I am when I'm in dire straits, if my first the first part of my money that I spend is to giving, uh, I I typically am not going to mess with that. Um, but I tell people though, what I find though is that people don't put that first. That's last. It's the first thing to go. First thing to go. Last thing to go are the indulgences. Mm. And what I would just say is, I think that's backwards. If tithing is first, mm -hmm. then that's the last thing to go. Mm. Um, now, if you're in dire straits, it's okay. Talk to your pastor. It's fine. I am confident if you sat down with me and said, we're broke, we're in debt, we're, we're putting it, we're not going on crazy vacations. We, we've stopped all these indulgences. We need mm. to get this thing right. Mm. Um, I have a hunter pastor. If he's a, a decent man, is going to look at you and say, um, you know what? Thank you for telling us. Take six months off. Apply all of that to your debt. Yeah. Make sure you're not indulging yourself. Yeah. And um, and then let's start a reengagement program for you. And mm. let's also look at who are the missionaries you're supporting. What are the ministries that you're coming alongside of? Let's let's have conversations with all of them so that we can get on the same page, so that no one's surprised by this. But also letting them know that you have a plan. You know, and and so I, I would just say intentionality, um, communication, but also make sure that you're not indulging yourself when you have no money. Um, at the expense of giving God your first and your yeah, best. Yeah, it's time to grow up, right? Yeah, basically, you, you, yeah. you got to be an adult. And a part of being an adult that, that I have found, and and I'm sure I'm not the most unusual person in the room, is mm. um, fund first what you love first. Mm. So if you love the gospel, I would say yeah, fund the, fund fund the gospel. Yeah. Do do something, yeah. if, even if you got to cut back because yeah. of finances, but make sure you're funding it in some way. This yeah. is, again, I, I think why Jesus said, where your treasure is, yeah. is where your heart is. Well, I, I think most people, ourselves included, love ourselves. And so it's really easy to fund myself. Yeah. And, uh, but God's like, hey, like me first, you second, you know, that, yeah. and it does, it forms your hearts, you know, it's a, yes, it's a it beautiful does. thing. It does form your heart. That's a good way to put yeah. it. What you give, how you give, yep. um, what you love will form your heart. This yeah. is why Jesus said treasure before heart. Yep. Your treasures, where you give will yep. form what kind of heart you have. Preach. That's a sermon. Mm. That's a big sermon. We should give that one day. Uh, that's this Sunday. Do a series on it. I know. All right. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. We've got more questions on tithing, giving, offering, all that kind of stuff coming at you. So thank you for joining us today and hope this helps you bring God glory with your finances and process this in a way that is biblical. Mm.